after this, sit down, have a beer, have some mead, talk about lessons we learned. <sighs> that was quite a... Whoa! <laughs> I'm going to put this down. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a good time to kind of be with yourself and, yeah, just have a good time pushing yourself. That's always something that I've enjoyed. And then Flagstaff's just such a gorgeous place, too. We have awesome trails and... Yeah, I, Flagstaff's ridiculous. No matter what you're doing, it's <laughs> ridiculous to try to break top ten anything. All right, so who... <laughs> <clears throat> Take two, that was ridiculous. There were times I thought I was going to die or potentially vomit, um, <laughs> but I made it, and then we had great pizza and beer afterwards, so it was all, it was all worth it. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to The Brew Trails, episode number 15. I interviewed the beer runner from Wisconsin, and this interview, uh, a great interview, it ran a little over an hour, so not much more to say about it, just uh, enjoy, take a listen, and cheers, back to brewing. Yeah. So I'm excited about this episode, it'll be really cool to talk to someone out of state uh, we did talk to the omission uh, head brewer <clears throat> uh, before up in Oregon, uh, but this will be our our second out of state interview. So, oh, nice! <laughs> I jumped the gun, Tim. <laughs> Sweet, <sighs> cool. How you doing? Doing good. Yeah, doing good now. I get so we. Oh, nice! Oh, that looks perfect for the uh, for the time of year right there. Unless that's what was that coffee or beer. This is a porter. A no, porter? No, I'm sorry. This is uh, no. I have a couple in there. This is an imperial stout. Ooh, well, nice imperial. It's going to be an imperial kind of evening for sure. I've got a a triple IPA that I'm going to pour here in a second. Um, I was going to grab a, a dark sky beer, but somebody sent me from Michigan, your neighbor, uh, neighbor state uh, Shorts Brewing, which is our inspiration. Uh, crazy brewers there. Um, Batch five thousand triple IPA. Nice. So, yeah, this uh, should be interesting near the end of the interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be a short one or a long one. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Or, uh, or a sloppy one. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on to the podcast. And this is a, a growing podcast. So um, I, uh, I hope that, uh, that this will get out to a lot of people eventually, if not tonight, uh, then later on. Um, yeah, so cool. Tell us uh, a little bit about about yourself. You're in Wisconsin, but what part of Wisconsin, and uh, have you always been there? Sure. Yeah, so um, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, been year, here almost um, about 17 years now. I came here for college in 2000, uh, spent a short while in uh, Montana after graduation. Um, I just wanted to live in a national park for a while, so um, went out to Glacier National Park. Really? Uh, took a seasonal job there. Um, and then, uh, after graduation, I worked for an airline for a while, um, with the intention of just getting free flights and traveling the country and seeing what cities <laughs> I liked and exploring, um, and, uh, actually spent some time in Flagstaff, uh, in your neck of the woods. Oh. Um, uh, did some couch surfing. Uh, I, I wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. So, uh, uh, I worked for, at the time, uh, U.S. Airways and, uh, their hub was in Phoenix. So flew out to Phoenix 
uh, drove up with my younger brother to Flagstaff. And I remember um, we, we couch surfed. Um, uh, if you're familiar with couch surfing, um, you know, the days before <laughs> Airbnb um, <laughs> had oh. a couch surfing profile. Oh, that the actual website. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. I haven't used it, but oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it was like the Airbnb before there was Airbnb. If you like, yeah. Um, so it, it was convenient, especially you know, for someone on a um, shoestring budget, just traveling around, uh, crashing, seeing places. And um, we uh, we sent a message, me, my brother and I, uh, to this guy who um, lived in Flagstaff, and said, "Do you mind if we uh, stay at your place just for the night? We're gonna drive to Grand Canyon the next day." And he's like, "Oh, I'm actually in New Zealand right now, but you should um, you should call up my mom. Uh, my my mom loves visitors." <laughs> so. <laughs> We're like, okay. Um, so uh, we found this is before we had a cell phone. This is a while ago. So um, we found a payphone in, in downtown Flagstaff and called up uh, this guy's mom and was like, <laughs> uh, "You don't know us, but um, but your son Rudy, uh, we we uh, we know each other through or we I messaged him on, on um, couchsurfing.com and she was like, "Oh, do you guys need a place to stay?" And before I could even finish my sentence. Nice, and, uh, and I was like, "Man, Flagstaff is amazing! Like the people here are <laughs> so nice." And um, so, uh, so we crashed with them. Uh, they took us shopping, grocery shopping, and uh, got us meals and made us dinner. And uh, the, his dad worked for the Mars Rover Project, and so there was like pictures of Mars like on on their walls <laughs> like, from, that he had he had gathered with his own machinery that he sent to Mars. Wow. Um, that they had pictures of them back in the day as, as total hippies. Um, so it was, it was quite the experience. I, I, I'm not going to forget Flagstaff. That's just half the stories from Flagstaff and that we spent like 24 hours in there. Um, but yeah, then, but one of the things I realized, uh, you know, traveling around, I went to Mexico for a day. I went to Seattle just to go to the public market and then came back. Um, is that, you know, I was ignoring my own backyard and, um, there was a lot to see right in front of me. And I really liked Milwaukee. Um, I just needed this time away to kind of appreciate my a city that was, um, I grew up, I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. So hour and a half outside of Milwaukee, but you know, I spent my whole life in Wisconsin and just needed to go see other places to appreciate it. And, uh, and yeah, so I've been here pretty much ever since. Um, uh, I work, uh, work at a university here in town and uh, on the side, write for draft magazine. Uh, I've been writing for draft for almost a decade now. Oh, really? But yeah, I was wondering what, uh, well, first of all, that's crazy. I did, had no idea about the Flagstaff and the Flagstaff story. That's, that's hilarious. And uh, <laughs> what a, just calling up someone's mom, hey, your son kind of pimped you out <laughs> to, to come stay. Um, that's awesome. So I was wondering, I knew you, you wrote for Draft. I definitely read a bunch of the, the articles, um, a bunch of the recent ones too, um, even before connecting with you. Uh, but I was wondering what else you, you did. And so you said you were, what, what do you, what was the other thing you said you do? Oh, I work at a university here in town. University, that's right. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Nice. Uh, any connection to, to beer, working at the university, teach classes on beer? And- <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, t- I teach media writing um, and some other things. Oh. I kind of keep them separate. I try to keep my, my worlds a little separate, um, but it's not like it's a secret and people kind of know what I do on the side and, um, you know, sometimes ask me about it. And uh, teaching media writing is um, – I actually, well, in one of my assignments, I talk about finding your audience and how I have this weird audience that are into beer and running and an active lifestyle and, and craft beer. And you really have to kind of find your niche when you're writing and find it when you're when you're um, looking for an audience. So I'm like, don't be afraid to be weird and different and offbeat. 
Um, because if you try to be too broad and too general, you're not going to appeal to anyone. Um, but if you like find your, your, your people, your, you know, the, the, the audience that are into, um, you know, something like beer and running. So I do use that as an example. Um, I don't try to pimp my work too much, but, uh, um, I do, uh, share that, you know, this is, this is a relevant thing that, you know, this was me looking and seeing that there is, there was not an outlet when I started writing, I was really focusing on this lifestyle. And so, um, I, I started doing it. It really took off. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's, right up dark skies alley finding that weird niche because as a brewery that's what we did we saw we had the industrial um breweries in town we had the you know the pure belgian breweries in town but our niche was to to be creative with the beers and we did 102 different recipes in our first year so yeah finding that that weird niche or or not necessarily weird but that one niche to to go after Mm -hmm. especially media writing i would think these days I mean, there's so much out there that if you're, if you're, like you said, being too broad, you're just going to get brushed, uh, brushed aside. It seems yeah. like. Yeah. So I, I guess we kind of like flew into that, but you, you write for draft magazine and you talk about writing for, uh, this beer and this running and you are the beer runner. Um, how in the world did that get started? In fact, we had a question from Myra, uh, that says, Oh no, actually that's when we'll talk about the, the beer every day and the, and the running sure. every day. Um, but what, um, did you have running in your background? Yeah. I mean, I've been, um, <laughs> I started running in middle school, um, more competitively. Uh, I was a kid who, um, sat, sat in front of the TV, played a lot of Sega Genesis, um, <laughs> and it wasn't very active until, uh, I just had like a hardcore gym teacher who made us run every gym class. And, um, you know, every, every, t- every gym class started with a half mile or a mile and, um, or, you know, even in the warmer mother, warmer, um, weather months, we would, we'd run to a park and play, but we would literally run there. And, um, and I, I was like middle of the pack, like, okay. And not, not, not great. Um, but we also had a combined gym class in seventh and eighth graders. And so you had a lot of eighth graders who were bigger, stronger, faster. And, um, just through the, through repetition, I, I lost weight. Um, I got in shape. And, uh, all of a sudden I found myself like middle of the pack to one day, I just, I just started winning these races with like <laughs> against these eighth graders. And, um, so that was kind of my entry, in, entry into it. Um, I was like, Oh, hey, I got, I have this skill. I should probably use it. <laughs> so, um, I've been doing it ever since, uh, you know, competitively, non-competitively, uh, in clubs and groups uh, by myself. Um, so over the years, it's been a good stress reliever. It's been a good way to stay in shape, get my mind off of other things, uh, help me be creative. Um, so really, you know, probably 25 years or so of running, um, 20, 25 years. And then, um, I, uh, I, I got into, uh, beer drinking you know, in college and <laughs> after college and, you know, you sort of learn, um, your, your palate gets a little bit better and graduate to, you know, more in different beers. And, um, I've been to GABF a couple of times and other beer mm-hmm. festivals and that sort of thing. Um, and just kind of learned and, you know, about the industry. And uh, about 10 years ago, um, I, I was writing for another magazine, a local magazine, and the editor, the managing editor of Draft Magazine uh, at the time was dating someone who lived in Milwaukee. And, uh, and she lived in Phoenix, and she flew, she was in Milwaukee visiting, like, her boyfriend's family, and she picked up this magazine that I'd written a cover story for about, um, oddly enough, the best bathrooms in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was just this quirky offbeat article about like, you know, the best public places to, to <laughs> relieve yourself. That's and, awesome. um, 
uh, I'd spent a lot, I really got into it. I spent a lot of time on this and I thought like it'd be a really, you know, different type of article that people could get into. And, uh, and she saw this and like contacted me and said, Hey, I really liked your articles. Interesting offbeat. Would you write an article on Milwaukee, uh, for our readers and like, you know, where to, um, where to drink beer, where to, you know, um, not go to the bathroom, but like, <laughs> you know, the other stuff, entertaining stuff. And, uh, and that was my start writing for draft magazine. And, uh, since then I've been, have written, um, you know, about beer and running, but also about, uh, the hop shortage of like 2008. And, um, yeah. uh, I wrote about Ragbri, which is a bike ride through Iowa, um, but where there's, you know, a lot of beer <laughs> involved. Yeah. yeah um, I know about that one. Yeah. So, um, so kind of a variety of things and, uh, you know, it's been, it's been really fun. Um, uh, you know, through them, uh, they sent me to the world classic, the world beer mile classic, uh, last year, which is a beer mile uh, event in San Francisco, um, nice. which is really, really a weird, interesting, different event. Um, met some really cool people, uh, met, um, Lewis Kent, who for a while was the uh, world record holder in the beer mile. Um, yeah. At the time, he was a total unknown. You know, so I interviewed this kid. I mean, he's like 20, 21, 22 years old, and uh, interviewed him and in, along with Team Canada in the basement of like this this lawyer's uh, basement in San Francisco, where they had like their uh, their pre party. And uh, the Team Canada was just the nicest team you'd ever want to meet, yeah. as you might expect. And uh, mm-hmm. they had their strategy of how they might win. And, and um, you know, and, and Team USA was this brash arrogant group <laughs> they got beat it tends to be, and yeah. uh um and since then canada's just completely dominated the beer miles so i got to see that yeah. start um and uh so it's been a, it's been an interesting uh entertaining ride so far yeah from uh <laughs> the illustrious start from best bathrooms in milwaukee <laughs> all the way to getting getting sent out to cover so so there are teams so that was, is that different than the individual one? Like I've seen the replays of like this year's championship, the beer mile championship. Um, was that a different event where it was a team event or just, you know, quote unquote team Canada? I mean, it's, it's a little confusing because there's no real governing body of your mile, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> really? So, like, so you have all these people kind of create their own rules and fly by the seat of their pants. Um, so there's two kind of competing um, beer mile races. There's the world beer mile classic which has been in San Francisco and London. Um, and they have their own promoter, um, a guy based out of San Francisco. And then there's the flow track beer mile classic, which is in Austin and they're completely independent. They're separate. They just like the beer mile. And, um, so there's a, you know, I, I, a little bit of a friendly rivalry, I think between those two. Um, uh, but there's no, there's no one that can really say like, this is the actual event. Um, but in terms of, the not, indi- yet. not yet, right. <laughs> Before, <laughs> until it becomes an Olympic event. Um, <laughs> but oh, that would be 20, awesome. Yeah. 2020. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, um, so there are individual and team medals at the world beer mile classic. Um, but it's, I mean, it's all just for fun. Um, yeah. they invited Australia, Canada, and the U S uh, to the world beer mile classic. And, um, uh, so there was the individual winner and then there's a team winner too in Canada also. So they won both. They won the individual, they won the team. Uh, the guy who was the heavy favorite going in, um, it seems like he's kind of retired. He's, he's not, uh, it's hard to keep up with 22 year olds, um, in the beer mile, uh, classic. Um, but the guy, James, uh, Nielsen, I think his name was, um, 
he had came, he had run the first sub five minute beer mile. So he came in as a heavy favorite and he actually got disqualified because he left too much beer in his can. Uh, yep. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so there, yeah, there's that rule where like you have to have, I don't know how many ounces like at the end or else. Yeah. You didn't drink it all. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, it's unbelievable this year. I don't know how, I mean, it's just like the records are getting smashed and smashed. And for me as just a recreational trail runner, you know, and, and although professional beer drinker, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. um, to see the four as the first number for how long it's taking them to do this, this yeah. sub five minute beer mile, it, it, it's astonishing. It blows mm-hmm. my mind. I would have never thought, cause we have our little beer, uh, beer miles up here in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. Of course we're running on cinders um, and everyone's trying to top each other with the beers. We've got like double IPAs and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just to know that are doing sub five minutes is just, I, I don't believe it. Yeah. Like I look there and I watch it. I'm like, that's not real. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. What's well, your time? My time. I think my, my, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm about, my, no, it's not, it's not four or something. The best time is like a, <laughs> is like a six nineteen. I think. Nice. Oh um, my gosh. But, uh, but it was unofficial. Um, I actually was drinking out of uh, cups. Um, and this was like, oh. yeah, I, so I did that years ago. And, and like, if you did that now, like, and people would just, just, just go nuts be like, that's not yeah, an official beer mile. That. You can't, you can't do that. Um, uh, but you know, I, I did it like that one was probably five years ago, maybe more. And was that uh, the profile picture that you have with the headband? Cause you, oh, no, no, oh, that one's, that one's from a marathon. Had a cup on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I had oh, that was a marathon. Yeah. Oh, it was, okay. was post marathon. I wasn't drinking during the marathon, oh. <laughs> but, um, no? oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. My next, my next thing, that was just a post marathon picture. Um, okay. but, um, I mean, I've done the beer mile for, uh, prob- I mean, over 10 years, I think. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I did my first beer you're mile. Like a, um, the hipster of beer mile. You were doing it way before. It was yeah. cool. <laughs> I did with the Hash House Harriers, um, and I wrote an oh. article about it. This was probably 2005, maybe 2006 at the latest. Um, so, yeah, over 10, over 10 years ago. And, um, nice. and so, I mean, like, this wasn't, like, a thing for a long – I mean, it was, but, like, only among, like, these weird fringe groups. And, and so it is, it is surreal. And I, sometimes I take that for granted how big it's gotten, you know, on the, you know, ESPN's covering it and it was on the front page of the wall street <laughs> journal, even for one article. Um, oh really? Yeah. They, they did an article on James Nielsen and um, I mean, it's, it's, it's just weird. And so it's given, it's given me a lot of material to write about in the cover. Um, but like, it's also strange, like looking back and seeing like, this is a thing because it was not a thing uh, for, for the longest time. And then, and then that that five minute barrier really got a lot of attention. Um, it was on TMZ that blew it up. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's 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 good to see it like get like this recognition. I never I never would have expected this to be honest. Um, it's just uh, it gives me like constant material and things to talk about. And write about. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you're happy about that. Now you got all yeah all the beer miles to cover. You get to go. Exactly. Yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's crazy to see how like yeah, how structured it's now become, um, on these tracks. And they've got, you know, like the last one I saw, I think it was from this year or no, actually maybe it was last year, like just the course set up and, and all that. And the official, like they've got the tanks with the soft stuff. That was tough for me to see how they would be able to tell who threw what beer down. Um, but anyway, we're sitting science, talk- yeah. yeah, we're sitting talking about a beer mile. Um, we have a lot of people probably that are listening now or will listen. They're like, what are you talking about? Um, can you explain what a beer mile is? Yeah. I mean, it's very simple. It's, um, 
it's four laps and four beers. So you, you end up drinking four beers in a mile. Um, so you start, you chug a beer, you run a lap, you chug a beer, you run a lap and you do that four times. And, um, it, it, it's, it's not terrible, you know, until it is it, like, it all of a sudden <laughs> just hits you. And I mean, the first lap is fine. Um, you know, second lap's not too bad. And the third lap and the fourth lap are just terrible. Oh, and, maybe for you. Yeah. <laughs> first lap yeah. for me is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like, depending on how fast you finish it, like you, you, you get hit by a wave of like this buzz intoxication mixed with sweat, mixed with endorphins, mixed with just the, you know, the competitive nature of it. And it's just this weird feeling that you get like maybe 15 minutes after you finish. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice fun feeling. And then, <laughs> which, which is offsets the, um, you know, the fourth lap when you just feel like you're going to die and you have all this liquid in your stomach and all this carbonation, uh, and you may or may not throw up. Um, so, yeah, but it's, yeah, that's, that was, buzz is you, you're, you'd explained it perfectly. I remember the first time doing it and it's, you're, you're fine after yeah. you finish that fourth lap and you, you know, you're good and you're like high fiving and you're like, this is awesome. And usually everyone there is having a great time and in costumes and stuff. So you talked about like, you know, the endorphins and the fun time. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Now I know why they said everybody has to have a driver here because all of a sudden you're like, boom, you're, you're buzzed. I mean, you're drunk. I'm drunk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it has to be over 5%. And like I said, up here in flag, everyone's competitive at everything. So everyone's putting in these 8% (laughs) and everything. um, Speaking of the percentage, speaking of that, speaking of the percentage, um, PBR, uh, legal or illegal for the beer mile. Yeah. I mean, so again, I mean, like if you're just having it with friends, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, like the, I think the beer mile was never intended to be like that serious and like, you know, be done on tracks and that sort of thing. But it's morphed into this, like this weird underground where, I mean, like if you want to be official, you have to like abide by these certain rules. Um, but I mean, a certain, a lot, a lot of my beer miles have been illegal <laughs> and they like not been, oh, yeah. but they're also not oh. on like beermile.com and like, you know, chronicled and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and so beermile.com is the arbiter of like, is this an official beer mile? And, um, and you, you can, you can like crowdsource the, um, the enforcement of it. So like someone can like check if it's been like verified, like, did you see that these beers were, were drank? Was there, you know, everything, um, was there, was there, an, you know, not enough left in the bottom was, you know, yeah. the people do their penalty laps, that sort of thing. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's supposed to be a fun, um, you know, we're all in this together camaraderie sort of thing. So um, yeah. I tell people like, you know, however you want to do it, do it, <laughs> like get through it. It's, um, it's, it's, it's just a good time. All Sometimes. right. I'll, I'll stop giving Chris, no, for, I'll stop giving him shit for his PBR runs. <laughs> Cause he smokes me by like 10 minutes anyway. Um <laughs> Nice. Have you ever um, have you ever had to take the penalty lap on a beer mile? Um, no, I. There, so there's one year. Nice. Where I, I've never done the official penalty lap. There's one. There's one year where like I, I called it an aggressive burp. Like I I spit up and uh, and I and well, I shouldn't have taken a drink. Yeah, right. when you said that. So um, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, it was it was so long ago. I don't really remember what it constituted. But like I had I had something come up. 
and yeah. whether or not it was a it was vomit and and constituted a penalty nap, lap or not. Um, <laughs> but I wrote about this in my blog about like how like I I had an aggressive burp and like so I didn't take a penalty lap. So you can judge me however you want to judge me. And, <laughs> And there's, there's probably certain people who would say I need to take a penalty lap. Maybe I should, but, um, but I've never, I've never done like the full fledged, like throw up where I've, I've yeah. seen people like just lose oh. it all. Oh, yeah. And um, I've never had that. Um, mm, thankfully, nice. knock on wood. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I have in training. I know it's funny to say training before this yeah. last, this last year mile, I, I was doing a quarter mile from my house and I was like trying to figure out which beer uh, is best. And I think I actually uh, either, tweeted to you or, or emailed you or something asking you which one you you thought was good because because i'm so bad at people expect a brewer who also runs like i've done mm-hmm. you know like trail runs and 50ks and stuff like that They're like oh this is perfect you're you, you're gonna kill it and then i just don't i just don't do well it's a whole it. different skill set yeah chugging <laughs> beer versus sipping on like you know triple ipas is is so different yeah. um, <laughs> so slamming them down is stuff so nice so no uh no penalty laps and what we're talking about is if you if you puke then you have to take a penalty lap you don't have to drink another beer thank god uh, but you yeah you have to take the other penalty lap um awesome what uh so cool beer miles are are freaking awesome um i want to (laughs) do i want to create one here that's uh uh, I don't know what I'm going to call it, if I'm going to call it like a vertical beer mile or oh, a wow. beer mile, but I want to do, I saw this somewhere in Colorado where you, you're, you're going uphill, like, you know, like oh, up, a, up the side of a mountain and, and drinking a beer at these little stations. Oh boy. And then I was, yeah. Yeah. So that's like the next Flagstaff level. That's next level. Yeah. That. Ooh, man. Um, I would be facilitating it not necessarily participating in that one <laughs> but um yeah i want to do that that's kind of like that nice bucket list thing i don't know if people will carry their own beers or you know we'll have them like aid station Stations, style yeah. taken up there yeah but uh yeah i think that'd be a blast to to watch the really hardcore people trying to do that yeah because um, we've definitely <laughs> got the elevation up here but um yeah cheers i opened my beer uh drinking on this triple ipa here how's your porter going i saw you being smart about it with the water yeah, as well right <laughs> trying to hydrate it as well nice what are you drinking whose who's porter is that uh this is um it is uh well, i can't think of it. central waters it's a wisconsin brewery nice. um they're in amherst wisconsin central wisconsin um they, they do some good stuff uh this is the it's called the solstice Ooh, oh, nice! I like that. Being a yep. dark sky, dark sky brewing, and having like the whole planetary thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely want to do an equinox and a solstice kind of. Oh, nice, cool! I like the solstice. Uh, speaking of Milwaukee, what? Uh, so, what is the craft beer scene uh, around there um, these days? And and what are some of your your favorite go to spots? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely growing. Um, you know, we we have this. If you're familiar, I mean, uh, pretty great heritage of brewing, you know, Miller, um, and uh, and, and uh, I've I've delved into that and, and kind of looked at what caused that, the Germanic influence and the Great Lakes and the freshwater and the things like that that uh, that um, created the breweries um, at scale that they did here. Um, you know, I've, I've been on the Miller Brewery tour. Uh, several times and they have some cool artifacts there. They have the original beer cave from Frederick Miller, um, which is nuts. Like they have holograms um, like showing like some of the old brewery work inside this cave. Holograms? 
<laughs> yeah, like they project like, um, you know, like what it would have been like in the 1800s, like as they were using these caves and filling it up with beer and, oh, awesome. and, um, and aging the beer. And that's, it's, 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 it's pretty cool, actually. Um, they do it. They do it well. Um, nice. But, you know, I think we've had um, we're starting to see a craft beer renaissance. Um, we don't have the number of breweries that you would see, a, you know, a place like Colorado or California or, you know, something like that. Um, but we have Sprecher Brewery that's been, you know, one of the older, older craft brewers uh, in the country. Um, Lakefront Brewery has been around for uh, 30 years. I think 30 years is this is their 30th anniversary, 25th, something oh, wow. like that. Um, they started brewing a long time ago. Their, um, their uh, founder, and he's still there, uh, Russ Klish, um, was an engineer and just did home brewing. Um, I, I, maybe even when homebrewing was still illegal and, uh, and then made his own brewery. Um, you know, he had this engineering background was just really skilled at that. And was like, I'm going to start this even when it wasn't much of a thing yet, even, you know, nationwide. Um, they produced the, the country's first, um, certified organic beer, oh. um, which they still produce. Um, and then we have, uh, things like Milwaukee Brewing Company, which is up and coming. They've been around a while now, probably maybe 10, 15 years, um, I think they, you're, a, you're a big fan of them, right? Yeah, I've seen a couple yeah. of posts where you talk about the Milwaukee Brewing Company. Yep, yep. Milwaukee Brewing Company is, is good, and they keep um, kind of pushing boundaries and brewing new types of beer. Um, one of my favorites, they have a, a beer called Sasquatch, which is uh, made oh. with yams. Um, so cool. it's a little twist on like the you know the um, Oktoberfest or the the fall beers. Um, uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of their own. They wanted to make something that was false themed, but different and not like every, all the others out there at the time, the Ernie pumpkin beers. Um, nice. That's uh, awesome. I love the name too, Sasquatch, because we have a beer right now out called Squatch Piss. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> you got to be double. creative with the names. Yeah. Yeah. Catch oh, people's yeah. attention. Um, so we got that. We have, and then we have a couple of new breweries that literally just started um, Good City Brewing, um, which, uh, which is on our east side. Uh, kind of like the hipster area of town, uh, the hip part of town. And uh, they have some really good crawlers. Um, they specialize in mm-hmm. crawlers, um, which I know you're a fan of too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am too. Uh, and Draft actually mm-hmm. just did a post. Uh, our beer editor, Zach Fowler, just wrote a post about growlers, not crawlers, but growlers, and how like he's trying to ditch those and not drink them anymore and switch to something like crawlers or you know, um, cans, right. yeah. <laughs> um, which is, which is, <laughs> seems, the beer. yeah, it's like where the, where the industry seems to be headed. Uh, and then we have another one, um, near campus where I work, uh, called uh, third space. Um, so we're starting to see, well, and, and that's just some of them. We have plenty of others. We have, yeah. uh, black Husky and river West, which is, um, uh, they, they brew, they're really good. They brewed, uh, like in Northern Wisconsin, like, like eight hours away from where I live in Wisconsin. Whoa. And, um, and like this guy in like this cabin who just went and brewed out in the wilderness. <laughs> and, uh, and then he was like, nice. Oh yeah. You know, most of the people who are buying my beer are in Milwaukee. So maybe it makes sense to have like a brew pub there. Um, Oh, so, cool. So he's down there now. Sort like at serving out of like a tap room kind of thing. So they yeah. still brew up North, but then they're still have like the original cabin. Like he names like most of his <laughs> beers, uh, 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 like, um, after his like Husky dog, um Aww. so <laughs> so it has this like like northern wisconsin like kind of like outdoorsman cabin vibe but here in the city perfect um so yeah we, so we have what was that called system. again uh that's called a uh, black husky black husky because i i have a buddy who is in wisconsin right now near near the uh, milwaukee area and he'll be coming back to town and he asked me for some suggestions so 
uh, there you go. that's kind of why I was picking your brain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, uh, sure. So Can't Black Husky. And actually, uh, you may recognize the last name, uh, Sabrilski. Oh, wow. Is that is it AJ? Sabrilski? It's AJ, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> nice. I knew he, when he knew I was uh, interviewing you, he's like, oh, yeah, I totally know him. Like, my dad, I think his dad coached you <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, wow. That is really small world. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I've, I, I think I've like saw him or met him when I was like growing up because like his dad was a coach and a teacher. He was my teacher freshman year in high school. Everyone knows who everyone knows who he was in the high school. Nice. Um, he's just like this big burly uh, wrestling coach, <laughs> Coach Sobo, and uh, also taught U.S. history. So like, and then like his his son, like I, who I've, I don't think I've met or seen him like as an adult, but I see him in all of like the. Um, the, the race results because he just dominates like he's really yeah. fast oh yeah yeah he's he's a quick guy quick kid for sure um yeah i met him uh bootlegger uh, a 25k or a <clears throat> 25k yeah 25k uh race and uh he beat the course record um, wow but he actually came in second two people beat the course record but oh, wow. um yeah real quick real quick kid and uh, actually become a really good friend of mine now and so he's he's visiting uh wisconsin right now and so i wanted to oh, crazy to plug that in there and throw that name out there for yeah, you small world we'll tell him i say hi <laughs> we'll do well hopefully he'll watch this or maybe he actually said he was going to watch this uh, while we're doing it. so um, cool so cheers. aj if you're watching cheers, yeah, cheers <laughs> and uh go get some black husky because that's how to your dad for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds right up right up my alley black husky and yeah yeah uh coach or sobo is that what you said <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's just like what everyone called like yeah, like his uh his dad who was the wrestling coach. Nice. Athletic director, all that sort of stuff. Cool. Well, uh, let's uh let's move into what is the most probably the craziest thing um that I want to talk about that you've done and that is your um well, I don't believe I'll let you tell but I don't know that it started as as a 3-year challenge but um you you did something that to me again it's like watching that sub 5 minute Beer Mile, I read about what you did, and I'm like, no, bullshit, no way. Yeah, oh, this this is explicit, by the way. So sorry, or uh, <laughs> feel that's free. fine. Yeah. Um. So what did you do? Uh, I Myra actually asked. That was back to that question. What was the the impetus or the motivation behind uh, what you did? I guess explain it first, and and explain the motivation. Yeah. So this is um, shortly after I started my blog. I've been doing it for a few years now, and um, kind of covered a lot of the same subjects and I was looking for something new and different and fresh. And, uh, this was also like when social media really started to explode and I started seeing more of an audience there and become interactive with them and hear from people and just realize that there was this community out there of people who were into craft beer and into running and active lifestyles. Um, so it was literally just a Facebook post on the beer runners, Facebook page, um, that I asked for suggestions, uh, for my birthday. Um, and I said, like, it's my 29th birthday coming up. Um, what should I do? You know, something big, something different for the last year of my twenties. Um, and, uh, and one guy, uh, said, why don't you start a run streak? And he had been doing run streaks, um, pretty frequently and uh, talked, talked about them on Twitter and, and, um, uh, and on daily mile and other social networks about like, you know, he did a 30 day challenge and that sort of thing. And, and I had tried it before I'd done like a 30 day challenge and it was shortly after my daughter was born and I was just exhausted all the time. And like, oh, yeah, I I'd get imagine. to like maybe like day 17 and fall asleep on the couch and never, you know, never finish the streak. 
Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to try it out for the last year of my twenties. Let's, let, you know, let's see what happens. And, um, the first, the first month was the hardest, I think just getting a routine. Um, uh, you know, my birthday's in October. So like the first, you know, like you have some good running weather at, at you know, the first couple of months and all of a sudden you hit December and January and you're like, why did, what did I do? <laughs> why am I doing this? Oh, and, um, uh, but then you get in a routine and, and you really honestly don't even think about it much. You just, you just you're like, well, I have to get my run in today. And you, you, you start to go in this mode where you're like, all right, well, you know, when will I have time? Was it, will it be at lunchtime after work? Do I have to get up early and do it? What do I have going on today? Am I traveling? Am I doing other things? Yeah. Um, and, and it, it just becomes kind of second nature. And, um, uh, I did a lot of things at lunchtime, um, uh, hmm lucky that at work we have a shower in the basement and I can just go out at lunch, um, run and come back. (laughs) Shower is very important. And, uh, not necessarily for you, but for other people. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. For me, I don't, I don't don't care. Um, other people seem to have some issue with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like the first year went really well and, uh, and I was like, well, I'd started actually when I, when I, when I first started, I had some some knee, um, some lingering knee issues. I had gotten uh, knee surgery years before and never like felt fully recovered. And um, I was like, well, well, you know, so I'll see how, how I can handle this. And uh, one of the things I found is that the consistent running actually helped my knee. Um, oh. And, uh, and, and I wouldn't, I, you know, I would still like skill back. So like my off days would be like one mile, like my minimum was one mile. So if yeah. I was doing an off day, it, w- it would just be short, but I would do something and I felt like that consistency, like, really built up my connective tissue oh, nice. um, yeah. and just made, like, my knee stronger. And I really haven't had much of um, uh, much flare-ups or issues since since then. Um, nice. You know, probably part of it was just, like, it took, you know, a, you know healing. Uh, but I really think that just, you know, listening to my body but also pushing it a little bit and, like, oh, yeah. being, and, and just not being afraid to be, like, well, I have to, you know, do something. Um that helped to get me through. Uh, so I did, you know, after year one, I, I just, I, I think I started to see like improvement and, um, and just, just got into it. Uh, it was, it was a mental thing as well as a physical thing. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep this going. Um, so the second year I set up, I set <laughs> what, a lot can of- I, can I, yeah. hold on. So, yeah. so we're talking about you drinking uh, a beer every day yeah. right? and running at least a mile every day. Yes. And then you just said, you, you know, you kind of like cruised through the first year and you said, I'm going to keep this going. Well, I, sorry. I'd want to ask, like, did yeah. you, did you have a time frame? Did you say I'm going to do this for a year or did you start out saying I'm going to do this and see where it goes? No, what, I, yeah, good question. No, so I definitely said a year. Like, I'm like, I'm okay. going to do this for the last year of my twenties. Um, but as anyone in, in that, so I found that this is a, you know, a lot, there's a, there's a, there's a whole registry of like run streakers. Um, there's someone who lives in my own city. Oh, who's run been doing, streakers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, not streak running. Not there's running. that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's both. Um, but like, there's a guy who lives in, in the same city as me who's done it for like 35 years. Um, so, uh, so I mean, there, it, this does happen. Like there's, there's people who do this and I became aware of it after. 35 I know years? it's nuts. I, so, I mean, I, I, but, but like once, once you start, like you, it's, it's hard to stop, you know? So like, you, you know, you, so I got to, you know, closer to a year and like, I felt fine. And, uh, and I was like, well, there's no reason for me to stop at this point, And I kind of want to see how far it will go. So let's just keep going. Um, and, nice. I, and I think it, it kind of becomes an addictive thing and you kind of see that streak and oh, you yeah. don't want to stop. You don't want to like start it over. Um, 
So the year two, um, I started, you know, I, I even got better. I, I set a bunch of PRs, um, kept going. And, uh, and then year three, I started to get tired <laughs> and, um, <laughs> oh, and, uh, our second kid was born and, uh, oh. I was in grad school and there's just a lot going on. What you were doing this with, with, <laughs> with a second kid being yeah. born and being yeah. in grad school. Yes. So oh the, thir- the third year, yeah, I was in grad school. Um, the second kid cool. was about to be born and, uh, was, so let me think, was the second, was, was so Xavier had not, okay, so um, the second, my wife was pregnant with our second kid, like in the third year, and and that's when I looked ahead and was like, you know what, there's a lot going on right now, and um, and I'm just kind of feeling tired, so I'm going to stop this, and uh, so I, I looked at my third year anniversary, which is my birthday, and I was like, I'm, that's when I'm going to stop, um, and that's when I did, so nice. it seemed a good stopping point, and I was I was glad I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know. I, I remember wa- reading a post that you did about, um, about your first kid. What was your, your first kid born was b- right before you started or a little bit before you started the streak? Yeah. So she was born in, just, in 2010. She was born, um, just before I started the streak. So she was, man, what was she? She was like a year old, two years old or something when I started the streak. Oh, she was like yeah. a, a young kid. Um, uh, it, so, but so the other part of the story, so I spent a couple of years, um, not streaking, you know, just doing like regular running and regular drinking, just not every single day necessarily. And then, um, the start of this last year, 2016, um, I, I was like, well, let me see if I can do this again, but not public. Um, so I, I, I wrote mm. this, um, I wrote this piece, uh, just this, this last week on um, what yeah. it was like to have a new year's resolution, but not tell anyone. Yeah. Um, and because this last streak was so public, you know, it had been written about in Runner's World and Wired Magazine. And, you know, I chronicled it and wrote about it. And that was the point, like, you know, to like share this with people and to talk about it and hear from other people who were doing the same thing. Um, and there's still to this day, like there's one guy in Virginia who, who started when I started or was inspired after I started. And he's nice. still going. He hasn't oh, stopped. Really? Yeah, like for, It's been like now like five or six years and he's still going. Is he do just the running streak, or he's doing the beer one? He's doing both the beer and running streak. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's, he's. So he's Virginia running Virginia beer geek on Twitter. Uh, um, but he doesn't have two kids in grad school, huh? Probably. Well, he, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I mean, he's more power to him. Whatever his whatever's powering him. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, I wrote about him a, um, a couple months back because he had contacted or like I had seen like he had reached like some huge milestone. I forget what it was, maybe five years or something. And so I, I contacted him. I was like, Hey, can I catch up with you and write about this? And, um, and so, yeah, he had started after that. Um, and, and so that was great. Like I love seeing like people who started their own running and beer streak and, and did some, you know, were inspired by that. Um, you know, but, but I was like, well, you know, but, but I'm done. <laughs> but so I, I started again um, this past year because I wanted to see if I could do that without telling anyone and getting sort of that public support and the mm. community support and what it would be like to just do this just for me and not, and not telling anyone. Now I am telling people, but, um, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but see what it would be like. And, and I didn't even tell my wife until November. Um, so yeah. it was like, like I kept it completely quiet and uh, well, you started in January and then yeah. you didn't tell her till November. No. Oh, I, I love that article too. Like that was, 
it, it came right when I would listen to another podcast about about whether resolutions should be should yeah. be sh- if they're successful more successful when they're shared or not shared. And then yeah. all of a sudden, yours came up, and and I was like, yeah, right on. And th- that's so. What did you find? Did you find that? Well, I mean, you were successful probably both ways. Or were you successful in this past one? You know, I, so I think both of them have their, their pluses and minuses. And like when I shared this, I was like, well, I can't really say like which is better, which is worse. Because, um, you know, I think there is like initially I felt like really this like empowered because like I didn't tell anyone. And um, uh, and I was like, this is just for me. Like, you know, like it, it was almost like I had this like secret that I was like, it was like, uh, you know, the, almost like this game or something that like I'm doing this like secret mission, but I'm not telling anyone. Um, yeah. As cheesy as that sounds, <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, awesome. <laughs> you know, it's like you're channeling the energy back to you rather than like to like other, you know, the outside world or social media or whatever. Um, but at a certain point too, like I feel like you need support and like kind of like you know um, you want to hear from people and like you know that's um, I think the running community and the and the beer community like they're very supportive and they're communal and that's like its strength. Um, so I think there's some balance to be, to be made there. Um, and so I, and I talked about this in the articles, like when I, <laughs> when I finally did tell my wife um, and cause I was like sneaking out at like 1150 at night one night <laughs> to like go running. And, uh, and she's like, she's like, she's like, what are you doing? She's like, you're not doing a run streak anymore. And I was like, well, um, there's something I haven't told you. And I was, cause at the, I was, I was like, whatever. And, uh, and, and so she, um, she's like, all right, how long are you doing this again? Cause she was like, are you going to be doing this for a long time again? And, uh, and I was like, no, I'm just doing it for a year. So there's only like a month left to go. And, uh, and so she was like, all right, well, that's fine. And then, um, you know, a few weeks later after the marathon, I was like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm done with the streak. Like, Why don't you just go out and do a mile? Like you, you feel better if you did that. And, nice. and I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> so, um, so she convinced me to keep going. Um, nice. So that's that support yeah. from telling someone that you would need right there. It sounds but, like, sounds like um, your wife was a huge part of this. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about like two youngsters running around and, and you doing this. So like, I think there's a cheers for, for the wife for, for, <laughs> for sure. that one. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah, that's, she deserves that's a beer. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> that's crazy. So you completed that that one, and you did it um, almost almost completely on on your own uh, or on your own knowledge, except for mm-hmm. for her. And then you, I just read that post pretty recently. So that was the first time you made that public. Was on the was that a draft post or was that your blog? Yep, that was on draft. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I think that's oh, that's awesome to to have that self motivation, but to also recognize that you can have that outside motivation as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So three years, three years of doing that, and that was a little while ago. And then one more year of doing that. Do you do you do you think you'll do it again? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I haven't <laughs> even thought about it again. Um, I felt like that was a good like revisiting of that because. Um, that was like, it felt like kind of a turning point in, in, in my running and my, you know, my, my blogging, my being part of this community. Um, and maybe in some ways I just wanted to like revisit that and see what it would be like again. Um, but it also like showed me like, I, you know, off these are good. Like, I mean, <laughs> like they really are. Um, and, um, you know, like my one mile were my off days for a long time, but even like just having like a mental break for a full day 
um, like is good. It's healthy. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And so like this year I'm, I'm trying to do more strength training. I'm trying to do more cross training. Um, I nice. still do a lot of running, um, but uh, I'm getting older. So like <laughs> I feel like I need to like work on muscle mass and, um, and, and strength training and posture and, and all those things that like, that compliment running, um, yeah. you know, compliment beer drinking as well. And, uh, <laughs> um, so I'm trying to like, like, I, I don't have any resolutions this year to be honest, but, um, but I, like I, what I want to do is like have more balance and have more like, um, you know, things like, you know, I, I can, I can enjoy my beer. I can earn it. Um, but like be smart about it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I always, I try to remember that, I don't know who had the original quote or where it came from, but, but rest is good training. You know, I love yeah, that quote. Rest is good training. Um, you said your, your rest days were one mile. Do you know what your average was? Yeah. Yeah. And I have it written down somewhere. Like I, I, I tallied it up and wrote about it. Um, so off the top of my head, it's been a while, but I think I, I averaged about five miles a day um yeah okay for those three years and um but and i can't remember how many beers like 2.3 beers or something like that um and uh <laughs> oh I, 2.3 so nice. i mean i I'd, I'd have to look back look back and look it up but um that's awesome probably something like that <laughs> um but uh but i know i averaged like roughly uh one beer for, per three miles um, so if I averaged oh, up okay. my total miles and the total number of beers drank, I mean, this is all like an estimate, like I kept stuff on untapped. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was like roughly like what I told people, like three to one, you know, like run every nice. three miles for run three miles for every one beer you'll drink. Um, oh, that's awesome. It's a good I'd, rule I'd love to see like a graph, a graph of that, like yeah. all the data. I, I was a science teacher for nine years. So I'd love to see like <laughs> this like graph of like how much you maybe even there's like a psychology kind of thing behind that of like how much you feel like you've earned after like a five mile run or a 10 mile run or a one mile run, (laughs) you know, you like increase the number of beers afterwards. Yeah. It's Um, definitely motivation. So I had a question and and you said you actually have not, you don't really know AJ as an adult or anything like that. Right. But uh, I had a question come up on, on uh, Facebook uh, saying who would, who would be better at the beer mile, you or AJ. And like, I know my answer immediately uh, knowing AJ, but uh, (laughs) I don't think you have an answer. I mean, probably him because he's fast. Like he's really fast. So like there's, um, there's a, there's a race of, I think the first time I like saw him in the race results, I, I skimmed through race results pretty, or looked through race results pretty meticulously to see like, you know, do I know anyone? Do I run against anyone in high school? Yeah. Um, like, you know, are there, how am I doing against like certain people who are kind of in my age group or whatever? And, uh, and there's this, there's this race in the summer of the firecracker four, um, which is, which is the 4th of July. And it's super competitive. Like um, first year I ran it, I was like, I went out like at my normal pace and, uh, and there's this group of guys that just like, just took off. And I was like, all right, well, they'll die, <laughs> you know, they're going out <laughs> yeah, too yeah. fast. Yeah, they're going to blow up, they're going to blow up. Whatever. And, uh, and that, of course, didn't happen. They just, like, went Oh, off. no. <laughs> and so, like, um, uh, and, 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 you know, I finished in the, maybe the top 30 or something, but it was, like, a really competitive, really fast race. And um, and so I looked at the results later, and I think he was in the top five or top, at least the top ten. Um, yeah. And I was, you know, so I was 
couple minutes back. So um, I would say him probably as long as he can, <laughs> as long as he can drink beer respectably, then that's a big part of it. Yeah. You know, like I, so you said yours was six, was six something. Your, your yeah. I think time? like six nineteen something like that. So we'll need to, was that on a, a hard surface, like a track kind of situation? Cause was, he's uh, run, was, he's, yeah. he's run our, uh, our beer mile here, but like I said, it's on cinders in this like shooting range. It's like, it's not anything that would be official at all. You know, Ian yeah. Torrance just puts it on and it's like this cinder and you're like jumping over these like three foot little crevices. And like, so, but he's done that a couple of years. Your mouth. Um, it's yeah. 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 Well, no, mine's going to be the extreme. <laughs> um, but I'll have to see if he wants to do like a, Oh, that'd be cool to do like a little race and see what, what he can do. But he's fast, but I don't know about his beer drinking abilities. I don't know. I think you might you be train able to for that. Him. Yeah, I need to train for that uh, <laughs> for, this, for this next one. I'm going to – my goal is to be sub nine minutes, um, but it's a it's a crazy one with that. Cinder. The cinders. Cinders are so hard to run in. <laughs> Who chose that? Why Do you know Ian Torrance? <laughs> Ian Torrance, uh, he's like a big ultra runner guy. Oh, okay. He's one over that, but he puts it out or puts it on in this like cindered, I don't know, like field. And there's like, sometimes there's cows. There's like this cattle <laughs> just come walking by. And so you got to be careful of those guys. Well, it's, it, that's one of the challenges of the beer miles, just finding a good venue because most schools kind of frown on, you know, people just oh, yeah. drinking beers on their, on their <laughs> high school why. tracks or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's, you know, I think it's technically illegal in most places. So, um, yeah. so yeah, if you can find a cinder track or find a field or find somewhere with cows, sometimes that's the best you can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, a couple of questions. Uh, we're at like, I don't know, about five minutes to the hour. Sure. Yeah. Here. Um, uh, someone wanted to know, uh, did you drink a different beer each day? Was that part of it at all? Were you trying to – sorry, the spear's carbonated. Yeah. Um, were you trying to also ex- go out experimentally with beer as well, or was it – yeah, I guess I'll just ask that. Did you try yeah. to do like kind of a different beer each day when you started? So that wasn't technically part of the challenge. Um, so I knew that would make it a lot harder. Um, I, I did experiment and tried to get more beers. So like I, when, oh, cool. when possible, I would get a new beer and different beer and that sort of thing. Nice. And um, I don't know what my unique beer on, count on tapped is, but like, you know, it's pretty, um, that's my goal, you know, to experience different ones and different styles and that sort of thing. But for this particular challenge, it wasn't, wasn't the goal because um, okay. You know, like in some instances, I'd be traveling. You know, if I was going somewhere, um, I may, I sometimes I brought my own beer, um, you know, just to like, <laughs> nice. just, just in case, like I had to, like there's one time, like I was in a hotel and I brought like, um, I brought a beer with me in my suitcase knowing like I'd have to drink it before midnight. And so like worse comes <laughs> to worse, I'd have my beer with me so I could, I could keep my streak day. Um, uh, but you know, if, if there was something that went wrong, I wanted to make sure like I, I would just have a beer. That would be it. That's what counted. Um, but I will say that there was a guy um, I'm going to be writing about, or I wrote about him. I think it's publishing in the next week or two um, for his, uh, for his 65th birthday. He decided, I don't know if I lost, eh, looks like my battery might mm-hmm. be dying, but am I back now or is it just my picture? Uh, just your picture. That's, that's audio. Is a, that's a very handsome picture there you got. Oh, there. thank you. <laughs> 
me see if I can. Uh, ah, it's my profile picture. It's never. That's not how I look usually. <laughs> I never look that professional. <laughs> we got to have a professional profile oh, picture. Oh, weird. I don't know why it's doing that. One second. Oh, there we go. Is that back? Am I back now? There you go. Okay. You're back, yeah. Sorry. My, I think <laughs> yeah. my battery's dying. I pr- hit the low battery thing, and I, I think I hit my oh, no. picture or whatever. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So there's a, there's a guy I'm writing about who um, who, who did do that challenge uh, for a year where he drank uh, different beer every single day and ran a mile every single every day. Every single day. Wow. Yeah. So I think it's becoming more a common thing, um, and, 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 and maybe it has been a common thing for a while, but now we see it more with social media and with blogging. Um, but for my particular challenge, it was just, you know, drink a beer, run a mile, and count that as a streak day. Nice. Sweet. All right. No, that's – yeah, there's definitely 365 different beers easy out there in pretty much every state, I'm sure. <laughs> um, did you uh, – did a hangover ever make it hard for you to drink a beer? <laughs> like, like soreness from running the next day would make it hard to run another mile, but did the opposite happen where you drank too much that you didn't – <laughs> Did it make it hard I to mean, drink another beer? Probably. Um, there, I mean, there were certainly days where I was hungover, um, but you know, maybe that I could, if it was like on the weekend, I could just run later in the day. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like deathly hang, hungover for I think any run. Um, wasn't college style um, <laughs> de- detrimental. Um, the bigger challenge was like if after a really long run, um, there's one day I ran 30 miles. Um, and I had to Ooh. run the next day. Um, that wasn't fun. Ooh. Um, the, the, the worst day though, was when I had, um, what was it called? It wasn't the flu, but it was one of those, it, like, it was one of those like weird infections that was going around a few years ago. Ooh. And, um, oh, it wasn't, I forget what it was called because it, it had the flu like symptoms, but it was like way worse. And, huh. um, Yikes. And so, like, everyone in our family were just, like, vomiting everywhere, just, like, projectile oh. vomiting. And um, <laughs> and I was, like, I felt so weak. And I was, like, I don't know which will be worse right now, drinking a beer and running a mile. Oh. And um, and uh, so I was, like, what what beer would be, like, the easiest beer to drink right now? And uh, I ended up running a mile um, and surviving. And uh, <laughs> and it was, like, it was slow and not great. But, um, but then I, I drank a milk stout. And, um, and cause I felt like that would be like kind of creamy and maybe like soothing to the stomach or something. Hmm. Um, yeah. How'd that which, turn out? I mean, not great, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it wasn't like, like bitter and, and hoppy. And I felt yeah. like that would be, that would be, um, kind of difficult and it's just like everything was, but, um, uh, maybe I was like, maybe it's something a little smoother. Um, and I had this some Pedialyte yeah. that would like kind of give it some, I try to get inject myself with some like fluids and some electrolytes. <laughs> um, that and I wrote about that oh, too. Like, but that was like yeah. the biggest challenge I had. Sorry, I keep getting turning off notifications. I'm getting on, but um, um, oh no, yeah, yeah. Ha- hangover hangovers were okay, but like that wasn't the biggest p- problem. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like it. Now you're talking about like having these crazy flu vomiting bouts. That's <laughs> oof, ouch. But you kept on. That's awesome. All right, let's uh, we'll cruise through here. Your battery's done, and we're going through. Um, I do like this question uh, that came in. Uh, did you ever find, or did you ever have to find, a crazy way to to um, to get a beer, to get an actual beer? Like, did you ever actually like kind of mess up and be like, "Oh my god, it's 
you know, all the stores are closed, this kind of situation. Was there ever a situation where you were without beer and had to like rush out to get a beer? I think that, I mean, so like, um, kind of like what I just said before, but like, I literally brought beer with me places. Um, like just in case, like, um, and and it was the same with like running, just like sort of planned ahead and you're like, okay, well, what's going to go on? What am I doing? And how can I meet my goal? Um, so the same thing with beer, like occasionally I'd bring beer with me, like if I was traveling or something. Um, so there was one time I, 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 I was, I was in New Jersey and, um, I was just like, I'm not quite sure what time I'll get in. And, uh, and so I'm just going to bring a, some beer with me in the suitcase. And, uh, and that was, that was fine. I literally just drank a beer wow. by myself in my hotel room <laughs> and be like, here we go. <laughs> Drinking a beer, check it off. Um, yeah. and I, I'm wow. trying to think of like other instances where it was like, it was never really, there's never really like any close calls or anything because like you just sort of plan ahead and, and you know, like, well, this is what you have to do. So like, you're like, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll plan for it. I'll put it in my, in my daily routine. Oh, it sounds like you're a very structured individual in that sense. Then man, that's, you gotta be disciplined sometimes when you drink beer <laughs> to drink beer. Yeah. yeah. For three years. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we're about at the hour mark. Um, this has been really cool. Um, I can't wait to go back and look at your other your other blog posts. You mentioned some that I haven't actually hit yet. I mean, you've been doing this for how long? How long have you been writing for Draft Magazine? Um, because there's something like 49 different articles or something like that, or maybe there's more that I had to like go back through to look yeah. at. And there's some that, like, because we've redesigned our website, so there's some old classics I wish that were still on there <laughs> that I have, like, hmm. in a spreadsheet somewhere to say that are saved. Um but I've been writing the beer runner for about eight years. Um, I've been writing for draft for about 10 years, um, which is, which is crazy. But, um, but I, I don't think I've, I don't think we've done anything about you or, um, or dark sky. So (laughs) let's do that. Let's do that. I can send you some, uh, some questions if you want to do a Q and a, we've got to hear about this this vertical beer mile. I am really intrigued. I think that's a, that's a brilliant idea. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Push me to do that because I want to get that going. Um, yeah. Dark sky is all about, I mean, we have a team for the Catula uphill, which is like this uphill up the ski resort and down the ski resort thing where we have, we're all about crawlers because they're adventure friendly. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's a good meshing of, like you said, the, the beer community and the outdoor community. Um, so I'd, I'd love to do an article. Um, you got it. And, to put together the the uphill i want to do we're doing a 24 hour so climbing rock climbing is another thing we're doing a 24 hour or a, sorry a 12 hour uh, rock climbing thing um but i want to put together races runs and stuff like that so i'll get that vertical i'll get that vertical beer mile going um so we can uh, it's gonna happen now now it's on the record so you gotta do it yep now it's out in the public we gotta do it for <laughs> sure <laughs> um yeah plug uh plug yourself where where can we find out more about the beer runner uh where are you at where, what's your your blog and all that stuff sure so um if you go to draftmag.com you'll see it on there um just search for the beer runner or it's on the the home page to find it as well um the beer runner on facebook the beer runner on twitter <laughs> and uh on snapchat um well, well on instagram it's the beer runner as well whoops sorry um <laughs> just finished up here um uh snapchat's the beer runner and then on or i'm sorry on instagram it's the beer runner on snapchat it is real beer runner there was another beer runner before i i got oh. to snapchat so i have to figure out who that is and 
see if I can snag his name, but it's real beard around there on Snapchat. <laughs> and um, I, I don't know if this, this isn't going anywhere, but I'm exploring Reddit this year. So I'm, I'm real beer runner on Reddit as well. Hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm not familiar with Reddit. There's, there's so much information there. It's like hard to sift through, but I feel like there is, it's worth checking out. Um, nice. uh, but um, uh, yeah, maybe if any of your listeners or viewers has tips for me on, on Reddit or Snapchat or any of the other places, uh, hit me up there and let me know. Nice. Yeah, definitely uh, enjoyed. I think through Facebook is mostly what I get your stuff through. And um, yeah, and, and Draft Magazine, I have, um, I follow that. So uh, if there's craft beer lovers out there, I think it's a, it's a perfect between the running and, and active community and, and mm-hmm. beer drinking, which there's so much of. It's, it's crazy mm-hmm. to, and that could be a whole podcast episode in itself. The, the the connection between an active lifestyle and craft beer, I think that's yeah. that's huge. So yeah, go out and follow the beer runner. Um, he has tons of information out there. I haven't even you know touched articles on draft uh, draft dot com. Um, yeah, anything else uh, about about what's coming up in the future for you? Or? No, I mean like I'm always. Um... I'm always, it's crazy how, how, you know, how much the community has grown. So, and I'm always just, um, you know, cultivating new, um, or learning about new groups and new events and new types of, um, beer and running activities. So, uh, don't be shy and hit me up because, um, you know, I write every week, uh, for the, for draft magazine about, you know, the latest beer mile event or beer mile series or race or adventure run, uh, or beer and running club. So, um, that's, that's, that's what I do. Um, so feel free to go oh, there. Ah, there we go. Back again. Um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, let me, let me know if you have something coming up and I'm always happy to, uh, to share the word and spread the wealth. Cause I think this is a, this is a cool community to be part of. Um, there's so many good people, um, who are into these sort of things. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's huge to hear that like, you know, people can contact you because, you know, for me just to contact this was like, oh, I don't know, maybe he'll want to do it, maybe he won't. But yeah, you write for a magazine, which is huge. If anyone is in the beer community, we know Draft Magazine. And and if you're into running, if you're doing beer miles, if you maybe, I don't know, maybe even plugging a beer mile, uh, a nationwide beer mile. Oh, imagine that we had like this nationwide beer mile interactive kind of like map or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my brain goes crazy sometimes, but um, <laughs> Cool. This was awesome. Thank you. We're at our uh, at our hour mark, so I don't want to take any more of your time. This but um, yeah. thank you so much. Nice, sweet. Um, thank you, Tim. And if anyone has any questions, just uh, let him know or let me know. Uh, Dark Sky or at the Brew Trails. And uh, yeah, look forward to your your future articles, man. Congratulations on everything you've done. Uh, you're both an inspiration in the running community, the beer drinking community, and and the writing community to do your media. Uh, media what, what would you call it the media what is what do you teach again <laughs> media writing yeah media writing yeah. thing um i need to take your class i really do because uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm interested in in upping my game and in my blog posts and stuff like that but yeah great cool well cheers man um yep. cheers to you All cheers done, to your yeah. wife for putting up to with some crazy <laughs> right, stuff yeah. stay warm up there in milwaukee and uh if you see aj or uh you know you know, tell him I said it. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll be in touch soon. We'll get that blog post up. We'll talk to you later. Nice. Awesome. See you. Thanks. Right, have a great night.
Cheers. Bye. You too. Awesome. Oh, man. Uh, Tim's a great guy. Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, either live or in the future. And, um, yeah, definitely check out his his writing. It's, it's very uh, succinct and, and, and to the point, just a bunch of um, – Weekly, like you said, weekly articles that talk about the the beer community combined with the running community, and I think there's a lot to be said with and craft beer drinking. For some reason, the adventure in the creativity and the adventure in in um, you know the 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 outdoor inspiration and the craft beer inspiration they, they just fit so well together. So thanks again for uh, joining us tonight, and uh, remember to go out and explore your brew trails. Cheers, everybody.